I, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to shift gears a little bit from what I was going to do listening to the young adults. I want to share something with them. Um, we talked a lot about taking your thoughts captive. And that's kind of an abstract deal until you're in the heat of battle. And uh, you know, we have a lot of thoughts. We think how we're going to take all those captives. Well, there's one thought that is the source of all of these thoughts. And if we begin to take that thought captive, it empowers us to take all other thoughts captive. Jesus described it this way. He was talking about casting out demons. And he says, no man can enter the strong man's house and plunder his property unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. Now the picture here is that here's a house that's guarded by a strong man. And someone comes to try to get into that house to take his possessions. Well, that's, that's one way of looking at it, but there's another picture I think that's here that we have found to be true, especially in warfare and in dealing with people that are lost. In every lost person's life, there is a strong man. There's one mindset. There's one. It may be a demon. It may not be a demon. It may just be a mindset that captures his life, and they live entirely in submission to the strong man. And before they will ever open the door to allow Jesus into their heart, into their house, that strong man will have to be challenged, will have to be bound. The rich young ruler came to Jesus and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, go sell everything you've got. Come follow me. And he went away sad. He wouldn't do that. There's a picture of what his strong man was. His strong man was possessions. His strong man was his money. And until he could strike a blow to that, he was never going to be able to follow Jesus. And Jesus went straight to the heart of it. Now, with every other human being, every person on the face of the earth has a strong man that they have to deal with. If we can ever address that, if we can ever come to terms with that, then it empowers us to deal with all the other thoughts. And here's the strong man. I am my own, and I can do with myself whatever I want to do. That's the strong man. That's the source of all sin. I am my own. And I can do with myself whatever I want to do. Well, here's where that flies in the face whenever you become a Christian. Because whenever we become a Christian, we come and surrender ourselves to someone stronger than that. That person is Christ. And now, in 1 Corinthians 6, it says this. He's talking about something in particular, but it's relevant to it all. 1 Corinthians 6 says, uh, no, i got 6 in here somewhere, 619. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? And that challenges the old, that challenges the strong man. Because the wrong strong man says, Hey, I'm free. I'm independent. I can do whatever I want to do. And whenever we get about two days past puberty, 
that really accelerates because now we've been energized. We've got independence. We've got strength. We've got, we've got all, the, and we take that mentality and we think we are our own, that we can do whatever we want to. But here's the thing about it. Young adults are not the only ones that deal with that. Old adults deal with that. We always have to face that, this decision that I'm making, and I'm making it from the mindset that, hey, I'm my own. I can do whatever I want to do. He goes on and he says, for you are not your own, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own. For you have been bought with a price. Here's the thing about it. We are God's twice. We are God's when he made us, and we are God's when he bought us. Okay? He has a double stamp of ownership on our life. And I am not my own. And until I come to terms with that, every minor struggle is going to be a major struggle because I'm going to have to challenge that strong man in every one of those instances. And I think I'm just dealing, well, am I going to do this or am I going to do that? What I'm really challenging is, is who do I belong to? Who owns me? And when I begin to embrace that, it covers a multitude of areas. It covers every area of our life. Situation comes up. Here's the only question I have to ask. What does the one who owns me want me to do? What does the one who owns me want me to do? And that's in every arena of our life. That's in every decision. Because we're going to make that decision based on the input of the strong man who says, you're your own, do whatever you want. Nobody can tell you what to do. You've got the right. You do whatever you do it. And it flies in the face of what Christ did in purchasing us and making us his. So the question is, not what would Jesus do and then go try to do it. The question is, Jesus, what do you want to do? And then be obedient to that. Does that make any sense? But that's a strong man that every single one of us has to deal with in our life. I'm my own. If I make a decision independent of that, I am strengthening that mindset. And it's going to be more difficult to identify thoughts when they come to take those captive because I've not dealt with the strong man. I'm out here trying to clean up all the little things you know, it's like the guy said he went on a vacation. And I think I've used this illustration before. And he came back home and his house was flooded, completely flooded. Had about a foot of water all through the house. And so he went in the garage and he got his mop and his bucket and he started, started mopping, trying to get it up. And he didn't get any headway. And so he went and took a course on mopping. And he tried to improve his mopping. He tried to be a better mopper. Tried to rededicate himself to mopping. And he tried everything he could to clean it up. But then somebody said, why don't you turn the faucet off? The faucet is the strong man. That's the source of it all. And I can be out here trying to clean all this stuff up and miss the whole heart that it goes back to who owns me. Who owns me? Who am I? Who is in charge of my life? We are not in charge of our life. That's the biggest deception of all, that we think we can run things and make good decisions. And God says, I paid the price 
for you because you couldn't do it. You couldn't conquer the strong man. I did. I did. And because I conquered him, now I have the right to come into your life and deal with every area of your life. And we want closets that we close. You know, you ever have people come to your house and so you just dump everything in a closet, slam the door and hope they never open it? That's kind of the way we do with our life. We've got pockets and closets and want you to see this one, don't see this one. When Christ comes, he has the key to it all. And I surrendered it all to him and not just the church closet. He's got the whole thing. Does that make any sense? So my challenge to you is deal with the old man. Come to that place of recognizing that you're not your own, that you've been bought with a price, and every decision that you ever make will be made from that perspective and not stand alone on its own. All right? Good to see everybody, all 25, 30 of you. And you guys zooming. You know, I, 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 I really thought let's see who owns me here. You know, I really thought that when the election was over, there'd be this end to all the COVID stuff. But here's what I've determined. There are certain forces in our country that have found they have a lot of leverage by stretching this thing out. And we got to decide how much leverage we're going to give them. I mean, personally. How much am I going to continue to surrender to something? That's manipulative and controlling. Doesn't mean it's not real. I'll tell you what it does mean. It ain't what they say it is. Okay? It's not what they say it is. I've been bought with a price. I'm not my own. But you know what? I'm not theirs either. I belong to the Father. So I challenge you to find out what the Father has for you in the middle of all this.